is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. Called him Tutu. Well, he saw we saw Andrew play softball out here. Oh, Jerry. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew has a lot of tools when it comes to softball. <laughs> Baseball was a different story. But no, he I, was, I was confused. I was like, where, yeah. where, did, he, where, did, he, where did he pick up the extra tool? Yeah, we're not sure either, but uh, we got to give him credit every now and then. He does a lot around. Oh, listen, there, look at this. Yeah, yeah listen. So we actually tried to find him some help. I think we found him some help yesterday, and a guy that's going to do videos and photography yeah. and Tim uh, Kirk's youngest son, Davis. Yeah, yeah. Tim nice. Kirk's kid. Yeah, nice. So, so it's exciting. This is this is what's happening here. You know, we're we're starting to expand. I mean, it's we've been kind of it. It was a. A one-pony show in the beginning when I started this, and that was rough. Then I brought my Were you mo- just talking to yourself? No, I had to bring my mother-in-law in, you know, but then, you know, and then, uh, you know, when you bring your mother-in-law in, and she's got an attitude towards everybody that comes in there, like, you know, give me my money, wait a minute, you know. She's all over that. So she, so, but, so that didn't work out so good. It worked out great. I loved having her around. It would have worked out. Where were just, you doing it at? On Westinghouse when we started okay. at Westinghouse. Darren Benekase and I. Okay. We started, we started, we opened up the first CBC. Uh, which was which was great, you know. I mean, really, she was good. It's just you know, it's a family working with family not good. Um, and then, uh, you know, then eventually hired Sue, so we became two people. Okay. You know, trying to do all the because I'm not an admin guy. I can't stand it. I mean, it's like they you're not ad- a what? You're not a what? An admin. Oh, I thought you said a madman. I was like, oh, yeah. you're a hundred percent a madman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not an admin guy. So I, I you know, I I slough off on things like that where. You know, Andrew's mom, Sue, is just, she's a taskmaster. Yeah. She's unbelievable. Yep. She's just, you know, she keeps everything in order. And, you know, it's been, a, it's been a tremendous help. So then we ran through that program, like her and I, basically, and hire a person here, hire a person there. Um, and we did that for, I don't know, 10 years, 15, 10 to 12 years, maybe like that. And uh, then Andrew got done, and he interned and then jumped in, and he started to take over some stuff. And... And at the right time, because we just started to grow. We took on USA Baseball, yep. which we had had, which Sue and I were handling. But we needed another body mm-hmm. involved in it. And then BIC, and then UDACF, and then all of a sudden we kept piling these things on. And it was, you know, it became seven days a week, 24 hours a day for Sue. Yeah, I was going to say, poor Sue. <laughs> poor, you know, poor Sue, poor Sue. Yeah. So, but, you know, but we've grown. We, you know, we, we've expanded and we continue to grow um, as far as our USA baseball goes and best in class. Mm-hmm. You know, those two things have been, yep. uh, not whole has been, you know, unbelievable, you know, to watch this whole project going on. I mean, there's. This whole place has gotten uglier before it gets prettier. It's again. all muddy. Yeah. yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. It's muddy. You know, we're building. You know, we're building. We got uh, a bar. We got a bar for our podcast down here. They can see a piece of it. Yeah, um, they, can, they can see a little piece. Yeah, they can see a little piece of that. Yeah. So that'll be cool. We got a whole new, whole new sound system. Uh, not sound system, but podcast and mixer and yeah, mixer and everything. Stuff. So yeah. we've yeah. upgraded. So I want to thank my buddy Scott Venerelli, who I was a teammate with at Maryland. That listens to our podcast and follows everything that we do as far as our nonprofit. Been you know extremely That's charitable awesome. to us. So he uh, he sent us a nice check and said, "Get the studio up to where you want it to go." Hey, so, yeah. So go. it's good to have good friends, right? I mean, it's you know to be poor and like give me money. Shane, <laughs> can I borrow ten grand? Yeah, borrow. Yeah. So that's on the that's on the floorboard of his car. Yeah, yeah. He pulls out. You need ten grand. Let me scrape up some change. Here you go, buddy. Here you go. You know that the guys that stand on this as work for food, they follow his car around. He's like, here you go. You're wealthy now. 
by Bitcoin. They talk, they're talking on walkie-talkies. Hey, he's going up the block. Yeah, stop exactly. Soon. Here he comes, Venerelli. Get yeah. him. But Scott was, uh, he was a year ahead of me. And he roomed with Charty that produced the miracle, Ricky, Rook, the rookie, Invincible. and I just it, seen that movie, the, the one. Safety. Uh, safety was yeah. really good. Yeah, it's good, really, right? Really, really, really good. Yeah, so, yeah. He, I mean, that, that's his forte. They Chiardi, he they make films for basically Disney. So they're feel-good, inspirational type of yeah. movies. But he did do Chappaquiddick, too. Did he? Yeah, so that's a pretty intense movie. So that was kind of out of his genre because he's done, like I said, Miracle, Invincible, The Rookie, Secretariat. Uh, uh, what's the Biscuit? Uh, McFarlane, USA. Okay. Yeah. Um, God, what else has he done? Oh, Golden Arm. Did Golden Arm. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And Chappaquiddick, and now Safety, and I'm sure he's got some other, you know, some other things in there. But so, 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 what what happened to you? Those guys were like brainstorming. I, I, like, like everybody wanted to do what I did, playing the big leagues, but they're all wealthier <laughs> than I am. They're all like way rich now. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh man, I wish we would have played baseball. I'm like, no, I wish I had your bank account. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, it's it's really interesting you say that because that whole group of guys that we ran ran with, extremely successful. Yeah, um, they were at the gala. They, they all came oh, down, yeah, were, and oh, my God, table, what a party yeah. that was. Like, when everybody went home, they just went <laughs> That's upstairs. That's the party started. They went upstairs, and it didn't end. Yeah. And we were supposed to play golf the next day, but it was like 30 degrees. Oh, I still it? played. And uh, we were down, you know, I'm sitting, I'm having breakfast with Shorty, and he's like, dude, I don't want to go out there. I'm like, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the then. You know, it's just, but they've been they've been really really good to, uh, to us. You know, Steve Johnson, um, who I ran with, all three years that I was there, uh, I met him. He was the first guy I met when I when I got on campus at Maryland, and uh, we just became like bad, <laughs> like right off the get go. We were bad, you know. We've been in, in in fights together. We've been in parties together. I mean, it's you know, it's we 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 built a uh, we had a room similar to this at Maryland. It was an old locker room in an old coliseum called Ritchie Coliseum at the end of campus. They don't play basketball in there. Every now and then they did any mural stuff. Wooden oak bleaches and things like that. So we had a bunch of guys. And one of the guys from Patcho come down, Timmy Gordon, and wanted to room with him. But I was at a, a dorm and trying to figure out where we was going to go. And they put six of us into this locker room with bunk beds, right? And it was, you know, it was like a barracks. Yeah. It was long. It had like six or seven showers at the end. It had bathroom stalls at the <laughs> end. It was just and a really high ceiling. So it was an old locker room. And we went around campus. Well, first we started in the in the gym, and we started pulling planks off the, <laughs> the thing. We built an entire second floor. We built six bedrooms. What? We found a bathtub on campus, you know, an old, I mean, it's probably an antique now that we didn't know any better. And we'd sit in the middle of the showers, and we'd, we'd fill it up. And, oh, my God, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and they held concerts upstairs, right? So all the bands would stay down the hall from us. Nobody else could come down there. That's where we lived, downstairs. Yeah. Oh, dude, we had... Joe Jackson hanging out with us partying. I mean, I can't even go. Root Boy Slim. Did the school I mean, know about this, or this is something? The school that... had no idea. <laughs> they had no idea, oh right, that we were down there. And the other scary part about it is the windows on the outside. They were both. They were. They were locked. Oh, so dude. if there was a fire, we we, we were dead. <laughs> the there things, was no way. The things we did back in the day, right? Like if Man. our kids did it, like we would like lose our cool. Like we were like, what? Our, is... <laughs> our rug, right? So Steve Johnson and I are coming across campus one day. We're going through the student union. This is bad. I hope all kids turn out. Tune, tune out right now. All kids tune out right now. So we're coming, we're coming across the student. We're going through the student union and we go through the pool hall. They had all these pool tables there. And they had this rug, just big, big rug that was down, rolled up, sitting on top of the pool table. So it's like, oh, 
Look what they gave us. <laughs> and we put this thing on our shoulders like it was a telephone pole, and we bolted. I'm picturing the scene from uh, Godfather, uh, Godfather One when they got the rug. Yes, out the house. yes, <laughs> yes, going out the house. But yeah. we, you know, I mean, they put all new rug down. I mean, they were they were throwing it away. They were but throwing it, it away. But so you know, you know what, man, trash is another man's. It yeah, was gold, absolutely. man. So we, the first thing that we bought that year when we got to campus. Now this is all baseball players in this place, right? This is my sophomore year. This is my buddy from Patrick that I played with growing up my whole life. He's came in. He's a freshman. Steve Johnson was from here in Charlotte. Joe Lynch was from Pennsylvania. Um, and we had this track guy, Dave Warman, that lived above the bathroom. It was hilarious because you'd go in there and have to take care of business, and he'd be like, oh, God. Come on, like give me five a warning. Time, like five times a day. You know, but, he, but he built his loft ab- above there. But we, uh, we bought a bar. Bought a bar. We bought a bar. That was the first thing that we put in that place. And then we built priorities. A, we built, priorities. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then we found a bunch of these pictures of this guy that went to Maryland called um, uh, what is this? What am I supposed to just, do? Just open it up or you open up your phone. Open up my phone. Yeah, I you, did. Can, you can keep your story going. I just what am I going? Um, are what? you doing something with my phone? Yeah. Good? Or are you in trouble? No, no, we're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> a man in politics. I'm like freaking out now. So, but this guy, we found a whole box of these pictures. This is a guy, John Cadillac. Who the heck knew with John Cadillac? Pretty cool name. Right? Pretty cool name. So the, behind the bar, nothing but one the pictures of John Cadillac. Who's John Cadillac? Nobody knew. <laughs> but his name on the back was John Cadillac. Like he must have went to Maryland there 150 years ago and they put these, these okay. pictures in there. It's like, you know, a legend yeah. or something. Oh, it was crazy. And then one night we were in there, like, this is just wild. Like some guy walked in and had a buck knife. And we had painted a mural of the baseball field on there. And we were like joking around. We put players' names on that, you know, whatever. And we're sitting down and we had these chairs on the floor. And this guy pulls out a buck knife. He's drunk. He's yeah, yeah. pissed himself. It's not, not good. And he's got this knife. And we can't get up. Like he's above us, right? And he's like, and you, you play here. Wham. Sticks the knife in the wall. I'm like, oh. You know, and eventually he left, and we called the cops that were lived right next door to us. <laughs> what was his deal? Just he was just drunk. He was either drunk or something. But oh. somehow he got in and got down into our into our space. He didn't like the baseball players. No, but see, that, those are things. The memories at Maryland with that group, and here, you know, this is the stuff that's going on with Vanarelli and Chiardi. That's awesome. Johnson, multi-millionaires, producing movies. Like you never know what this game is gonna yeah what's gonna do, and that's why you. Wherever you go to play at the next level, don't just look at where you're at, but look at who you're there with. Absolutely, because it it just it just it bleeds out to amazing things down the road. I mean, I'm 60 now, right? And then we have a, a texture like we can text right now, and these guys will start acting like idiots. <laughs> you know, I got chiropractors, I got lawyers, I got you know high-end <laughs> businessmen, but you you revert back to when you were sitting in that in that little locker room. Yeah, when you was 18 you know, to 22 years yep. old. Yep. Oh, it was, it was nuts. I, and I, I, that's a part of my life. Like, I'm, I'm extremely proud of the journey that I've had in the game, yeah. right? Extremely proud. Like, I mean, you know, my jersey's hanging in here. It's, mm-hmm. it's, pretty, it's pretty wild. Um, but if I had to pick a time to go back and say, you know, no money involved, no, you know, just at that time, it would be I would go back to Maryland for those three years. And, you know, when the draft came around, that year, we, you and I have talked about this, but the draft came around. And I was told I was going to be anywhere from one to three rounds, yeah. right? Then a phone call comes, no, you know, we, we X, Y, and Z. You're probably going to be five, six, seven, whatever. I don't go to the eleventh round, mm-hmm. okay? Um, so, but in my head, as as the draft was going through, I was thinking I might not even get drafted. 
But I never had any like I was never like oh man I like I could, back, I'm yeah. like I'm gonna go back to Maryland and yeah. I'm gonna play Division One baseball in the ACC mm-hmm. where I was an All ACC and an, an All American as a junior, you know like and and I'm gonna go back there with my buddies and grind this out again. I'm I'm okay with that. Sign me you up. Know, yep. I was I was okay with that and. You know, obviously it worked out. The draft and everything went on, but to maintain these relationships and these yeah. friendships, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have them. Oh. You got to have them. Yeah, my uh, my best friend and Ray's godfather was from college. I met him in you know first day on campus, and we just hit it off. Best man at my wedding, and uh, see you know, those are memories that you can't ever take back. You know, and and then you move through the pro ball side. I thought you were about to bring up wedding, and I was gonna just shut you down there. Wedding. What no, about? he he always brings up when. <clears throat> If Danielle and I end up going down that route, he wants I'm, to be I'm the, the best, best man. man. You're the best man? I'm Andrew's best man, Danielle and him. Why shouldn't I be? <laughs> man. She uh, did make you cake. Right? She, she, she did make you. Oh, I would never get yeah, the carry cake, yeah. Oh, did you get any of no, that? I didn't get any of that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. lightning. I can feel my like my forehead just like <laughs> with, all the, with all the sugar. But, yeah, I'm the best man. <laughs> He's getting all clammy now. We're talking about best man and what? <laughs> oh, Listen, he better not let this one get away. <clears throat> That's on. all. Yeah, th- and she's not even pressuring him. So That's... maybe she don't want him. <laughs> she might not. She might not. You know. But that, so, you know, go back and, and stay alone. Rick Rembelak is uh, – Rick Rembelak was a head coach at Akron, head coach at Wake Forest for years, then uh, went down to Georgia Tech as an assistant, then came back out and they started Akron. Um, so he started at Kent, Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, then Akron opened up a program and he jumped onto Akron and then Akron pulled the plug. That was one of the first schools to pull a plug on any of these any of these college programs when was he this was, when, when did they pull the plug oh this is a couple of years ago they brought it back they yeah, brought, they brought it, back. it back they brought, they brought left, it back left yeah, IMG yeah, to go start yeah. it up again yeah. yeah um so but they they shut it down but remy remy got drafted around after me and got more money than i did right and so i wasn't happy you know but he was i was long island he was cleveland we showed up denim jackets white t-shirts jeans you know we used yeah. to, you know like like tough punks and uh, <laughs> And then we both dressed the same way, but I didn't like him. and He didn't care so much for me. Wait, you guys went to school together? No. Oh, he went to the oh. University of Miami out of oh. Ohio, but oh, he was okay. drafted He was drafted around. by the Orioles around behind me. And got more got money. Got more money than me. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, and I was a second baseman in shortstop, and so we didn't even room together on the road. And uh, it didn't start off that way. And then Lance Nichols, who was our manager, made us room together. Gotcha. So we would never be in a room at the same time. <laughs> I mean, that's how much we, you know. Like he would go hang out with his guys, I go with my guys, and and uh, and we 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 disappear. So we were in Princeton, West Virginia, one night, and it was because Bluefield was a dry county. So we ended oh. up in Princeton down the road, hour or something down the road. That's bad all, when you got to drive an hour. Got messed up, you know, you know, as we did. And yeah. uh, I asked, "Where's Rembelak?" To all the guys that were out there, and it's like, "Oh no, he you know he stayed at home tonight, whatever." And I said, "Okay." And I went to the liquor store and I bought a bottle of Jack Daniels. And I showed up at his doorstep, and I banged on the door, boom, boom, you know. He comes to the door, and his words are, what the F yeah. are you doing here? And I, so I said, one of two things are going to happen. We're going to get through this bottle, and either we're going to kick the crap out of each other right here now because I can't take this anymore, or we're going to end up being best friends. was in his wedding, at, and he's the godfather of my daughter. No kidding. My <laughs> oldest daughter. And, uh, yeah, and his daughter's in town now. Um, Meg Rembelak, she does a big softball thing. She's huge. She played up at App State. Oh, that's awesome. So, again, we, yes. we go down this rabbit hole. Yeah. We always <laughs> go down. It's just, you know, the, the gifts aren't the wins and losses and, you know, whatever. It's I mean, you know, you, you're always proud of what you did. Mm-hmm. But 
more proud of the people that have, uh, I don't want to say I accumulated, but <laughs> actually, you know, act like they like me. <laughs> you know what's funny is he can't remember where he puts his glasses or his wallet or his keys, but he, remember but he remembers that stuff from yeah. freaking 20 years ago. Because those things are Virginia. important. Yeah. Those things are important, right? Well, your glasses are too. Yeah, they are. You know, I know they're around. You know, <laughs> they're not going anywhere. Yeah, he's like, no. he, it was the other day. So he's like, hey, look, where you are can my always go get they're another. Head. You can always get another pair of glasses. You can't always get more friends like That's that. That's true. You know, yeah. that, you, God, that was that was like a light bulb. Right? That was not, brilliant. That was deep. Will you guys write that on the wall. Yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. So the journey goes through the game and everything else, and then you start to look back and you start to realize what. You know where you where where you're sitting right now, right? Mm -hmm. And then you start to look at yourself and go, "How did I get here? Or why did I get here?" Yeah. So we started UDACF, you know, because I mean, I'm 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 grateful to the game. I'm grateful to the people. Um, you know, as hokey as that may sound, it's it's genuine. It's sincere. Andrew knows me. Whatever. Like, I'll put everything aside for this and my family. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. Those are two things. Like, you're not crossing those lines. Of course. Um, and this game means a lot to me. So when we see a bunch of knuckleheads out there that do things that are not good for the game we call them out yep you know yep. we do that so when i got involved in the game on this side i started to recognize that there were no there was a lot of kids getting boxed out and not just african-american kids white kids Chinese, like every just financially struggling families to fit into the youth travel showcase world mm -hmm. that it's just too expensive. It just kept escalating and escalating. escalating it's getting right? worse, yeah. It's getting worse. And I, I, listen, that's one point I want to make right now before we get past it is that the organizations are not dictating the expenses of what they're charging, mm -hmm. okay? So everybody says, oh, well, you, we can do this less, we can do whatever. You still have field rentals. You still have uniforms. You still have coaches. You mm -hmm. still have equipment. You still have travel. You still have all this other Turn stuff. Fees up, it's yeah. not us sitting around this table at night, you know, stirring this pot going, let's charge five grand a year. You know, when you look at our bottom line for our teams, very thin margins. Yeah. Very thin margins. And then if you have to assist a family, now we have UDACF and we have some other things, now those margins shrink, yep. you know, because when we started UDACF, You Deserve a Chance Foundation, before we started it, we had nothing. Mm -hmm. So we would just, we couldn't, we couldn't let people walk out of the building and go, I can't afford to play here. It's like, don't worry about it. We had probably out of the 10 years, of, well, probably we were doing it eight years before we started to do UDACF. We had a couple of years, three years, and it was eighty-five to ninety thousand dollars. We scholarship players. No kidding. Just like, come on, man. Whatever. Just yeah. play. Just get your uniform. Show up to tournaments. Let's go. Um, and then I relayed this conversation to a good friend, and he's like, "Let me help." You know, and it was just a conversation. It wasn't yeah. like, "Give me money." Yeah, it was it? Let, yeah. let me help. Well, what do you mean, let me help? And he goes, "You know, I'll, I'll, I'll sponsor it." So then you start to look at that, and that becomes income. Mm -hmm. You know, to the organization. So, you, you know, we set up a, a 501c3, and, you know, now we can we can do a lot of different things for the kids. So that's, you know, that's where we're at now. And I'm leading to the knothole, which I told you guys earlier I wanted to talk about. And I'm, like, gobbling this air up, and I'm going to jump out here in a minute. But so UDACF and Carolina Metro Reds, which is Morris Madden's group that's upstairs, his office is upstairs, which is the Major League Baseball's RBI program that predominantly serves inner city and in this area is predominantly African-American players, mm -hmm. right? Morris has done a great job over the years coming out of his own pocket, but not, you know, Morris isn't a wealthy dude by any stretch. So anything that comes out of his pocket, 
will affect his family yes. or affect anything uh -huh. else, right? But his heart is there, so he does it. So he built a program, relatively small program, um, but he was playing out here on this facility, and he was leasing it from the old Optimus Club, which was playing baseball out here since 1952. Wow. Yeah, you don't realize the history that's 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 underneath this beautiful brand new thing, you know, what it's, you know, what's, you know, what the uh, what the roots of this thing yeah. is. Um and Morris and I had, you know, a relationship along the way and he came down to CBC, we'd let him and his group come in there, we'd give him a key, they'd go in at night and work out and you know, just us trying to do the right thing yeah, to help Morris out and and his kids. And he was leasing this place, connected us with the Optimus Club, which now is 70, 80, 90-year-old men and women, um, old generations white dairy farmers from this area, mm -hmm. um, still owned the land, had no you know, desires of giving it up or you know, selling it or whatever. Amazon's down the road. I'm sure they could have done a lot of different things to it. And we went to him and made a presentation that this is what we want to do. We want to create this facility. We want to help the kids in the community, primarily during the week, because we have to sustain and we'd run tournaments and stuff on the weekend. Um, we have, you know, we want to help these kids. We want to teach them to read grades one to five. We, you know, we laid out the whole story. And they came back with an unbelievable price for us to have this. If, if I told people we paid for this land, they, you wouldn't believe it. We couldn't do it unless we had it that mm -hmm. way, right? Because it's a $7 million project. Yeah. And the land is minuscule compared to that number. So pretty, you know, otherwise you awesome. would step out, it'd be $7 million in land, $7 million in development. Never could do it, yeah. Never, never happened. So that's how Knothole came together. Morris's group and You Deserve a Chance came together. We met with the Optimist Club. Um, their stipulation was that yeah, we're going to sell you this land at this price, but you have to play baseball here for the next 25 years. Piece of cake. Hey, uh, let me see if I can make that work. Piece of cake. <laughs> so now we now we gobble. Now we now we have the asset. We buy the house that's in center field of the big field here. There was a house here. We needed more acreage to get the three fields. That was a steal, and I say a steal. It was a gift. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say a steal because it wasn't. Knock that down. Build the big field. Whatever. But MLB jumps in. Uh, which was Baseball Tomorrow Fund, which is no longer. They got a different process, different program. They jump in and they give us four hundred thousand dollars to jumpstart the whole thing. So once they jumped in, now you can step out and go look. MLB's in, you know, and we'll get, one day we're just going to go over the list of of donors that are in here because it's 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 pretty crazy. And and the individual people that not only corporations but some of the individuals that have mm -hmm. just said, you know, this is coming out of our family foundation mm -hmm. or whatever they've done it. Uh, it's, it's amazing. So it's, it's, it's wild to come in here. It's wild to see the development of it. We wish we would have had the money to just start, mm -hmm. you know, and do everything like then, right? Yeah. But we didn't, you know, but we wanted to make sure that we were getting kids out here to play baseball and we could capture them, um, help them with health and wellness, you know, help them with uh, their education, their academics, um, you know, other things. We've had blood drives out here. We've had uh, atrium out here. They're doing. They'll come in and they'll check teeth and they'll do different things like that. So when people show up here on weekends, they they think, oh man, you know, you guys just built a baseball facility <laughs> to make. Like no, every single dime goes back to Knothole. Yeah. Not a single person in you de in deserve you deserve a chance foundation or Knothole has ever taken a dime 
for any anything other than it goes back into to the baseball to, yeah, to, to to build it to do another program to buy books to uh, I mean I don't even want to list the things that we've done along the way it's I mean it's it's pretty crazy that you know how we've assisted and how many how many different ways people need assistance you know whether it's scholarship whether it's moving whether it's furniture whether it's turning on an electric bill a funeral yeah, that, pretty, pretty, pretty wild. So I want everybody, you know, that understands when we sit out here and we get excited and we talk about Knot Hole and our studio and, you know, and all these other things and it's baseball and it's fun. Like the purpose of all this is greater mm-hmm. than what we Absolutely. than what we started out to do. And you've watched it. Oh, I've seen it from, I mean, from, you know, the ground. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unbelievable to walk out here every yeah. week coming out here just seeing just the, the addition to what you guys are just putting together and it's it's unbelievable as you can hear the trucks in the background well see you know th- those the tractors trailer like this big heavy equipment out here yeah and i'm like embarrassed driving my little gator to drive up i gotta, <laughs> I, gotta I gotta drive the like, like hey. you got the fish, you got the fisher price uh. yeah i do exactly so i feel like i, like, I, like I got training wheels because it's got three wheels on it and i just and i go to drag to drag the fields all right so enough of that i hope everybody understands you know how we got here why we're here um I will say this again. I'm not when it comes when it comes to others, and helping others. I have no issues asking, and I'm asking. You know, there's a lot of things going on out here. You know, somebody that wants to jump in. We've had million dollar donors. We've had twenty five dollar donors. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, it's uh, every little it, bit it, counts. It, so everything goes right back. We figure out what to do with it, and um, you know, when this is all said and done, there'll be nothing like it with the indoor facilities getting finished right now great we got the garage doors up yeah windows doors yeah. Yeah. windows doors now we'll, we'll they andrew and i'll get a forklift in here and f- some big bodies you know the beauty of the big bodies like queens has 45 of them yeah oh yeah they, they move that they move that tarp like it's paper like okay let's put the tarp down you know but you watch you know you got out there with 15 people that are our age and out of shape oh we need breaks wait, under the tarp. wait 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 why did you say our age and point to me no okay i just i meant to point to you for the out of shape oh, okay. <laughs> listen he's yeah. probably the one of the most in shape uh big guys you see wait really <laughs> See, I mean, all the activities I hear he's doing softball, X Y. I mean, he's, oh, no, he's, he's listen. Doing, he's a good, he's a good athlete. He's always he busy. Is. He is. I'm saying, tired to hear, hear all the stuff that he's doing. Yeah, he's 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 going all the time. So, all right, let's step into something else. Okay, right. let's uh, let's get off that. And I appreciate Rankings, everybody. Right. Let's, uh, so, jumping into serious business now. Yeah, business. You you got bombarded with this stuff, oh, right? God, I mean, yeah. you got hammered with it. You know, yeah. now it, you know it, it's happening all the time. Zach is kind of out of the program, but Dylan is. You know, Dylan's recognizable as a player um, but somewhere somehow and I and it, it could be from our team snap or whatever parents need to understand that you give your email address to one baseball type of situation like this and they either sell it or share it or do whatever and you are going to get hammered yep with you know stuff that is just not everything right but the majority of it is just BS it's garbage and that's the thing where parents don't – how do you cipher what's good and what's garbage these days, right? Because you get so much of it. So it's a matter of filtering and finding the right thing, right program or right uh, service that's going to help your kid get to the next level. Yeah, well, in what there's so many different things out there between PG, PBR, Baseball Factory. I mean, you can go down the list. Everybody's trying to create these almost identical type of things, right? They all think that they're different, mm-hmm. and maybe it's the way that they present it. 
but in, but in but in reality, they're just the same. Yeah, they're trying to get your su subscription dollars because they want you to come back all the time. That's and when I say subscription, I just don't mean like you're buying into their into their website. No, subscription means you're going to keep coming back to their events. Yep. Okay, and that's part of the determination of rankings. Well, that's where they get in. That's where they get in the families and the rankings because Jimmy's ranked X number. And, you know, Smith family wants to be higher than Jimmy. So they're like, yeah. I'm going to go to that event so I could be number 14. And, and it's just a matter of they plan on parents' emotions. And they say, hey, the more events you go to, the higher your son could get ranked. So right. next thing you know, you're in five events at $700 a pop. You're paying $4,000 a year. And your kid is still ranked 589 or he moves up because of the dollars. Yes. Right. Or uh, then you look at it and you go, okay, you have all these different all these different ranking organizations. Okay. And you may have the same kid in all three of them because their father the father or the mother, like, we gotta go to this one, we gotta go to that one, and they jump out there and it's the same workout, same everything. Mm -hmm. You know, they're creating metrics now. Oh, this one's got rep, this one's got hit tracks, and this one gives you, you know, rap this, soto and yeah. yeah uh, so the, so but you're but you're you're going to three different ranking events. And you get um, three different rankings. Yeah. So my biggest question to this, listen, I want to tell you, you know, I like a lot of the guys that are doing stuff like that. People are in business, right? Yeah. So parents have to understand that what they're buying into is a business. Yeah. They're not buying into anything that's ingratiating to their kid or that's going to make them anything better. You are buying into a business. You are paying somebody to run this, and that's how they're feeding their family. This is not a charitable thing, and this is not out of the good of my heart. Let me evaluate and rank all the kids in the state because it's going to help them get to the next level. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's subscription. The guys that are running it, at least one of them, you know, like Brandon Hall, I, I, I think Brandon Hall is a great baseball guy. Okay, I think he's. I think he's been. He's he's a lifer. He's been in the game since he was playing, since he was coaching, and now he's doing PBR. I think he's a good dude. He's been straight up honest about all this stuff. You know, this is this is what it is. But it's a service that people buy into. Yep. That they like for some reason, and they want to go do it. So, and it, and biggest piece of it is for the for the people that are getting involved is that this is a social media platform for the kids that go to say, hey. I'm ranked, and I'm going to go on Twitter, or I'm going to go on Instagram, and, oh, yeah, I got my rankings. I moved up this week or whatever. So, you know, that's the world that we're dealing with, mm -hmm. that give them something that they can put up on the social media that's going to make themselves feel better. That's right. And then they go to the parents and go, yeah, I want to go to that event. I want to go to this event. And then, you know, hopefully, hopefully they get ranked. So the rankings versus reality. So I go through... You know, I, I, I go through this and I'm, and I'm listen, I got We have a subscription in here. You know, we want to see the events. We want to see what's going on. It's kind of like a, a research vehicle for us. Yeah. Not like a carrier's rank or whatever. So we use it for that. So I, so I, I get this email and I, and I go in and I am like, okay, who, like, don't tell me who's ranked. Tell me who's ranking these kids. Like, yeah. what is your baseball background? Yeah. Is John Ennis, former major league pitcher, ranking him? Is Morris Madden, former Major League pitcher, ranking him? Is John Main, former Major League pitcher, ranking him? Is Jeff Schaefer, former Major League infielder, ranking him? Is the scout for the Washington Senators ranking him? Who's ranking these guys? And what level if they're at? So what? So you don't even know what credibility this is. And right? what's the what? What's the my my biggest thing is what's the ranking like based off of just the showcase? 
Like, is there any in game that they that they they do a simulated? They do a simulated one time, one time. That's not enough. None of this stuff is enough. The whole the whole showcase travel thing is not enough, because a recruiter may show up for one day, and you could be one of the best players in the state, and you just had that day. Yep. You know, and it's like, uh, and then he's off to the next guy. Of course. Next guy, it's like scratch, 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 right? So you don't get the you know, you don't get the true feel of a player unless you watch a player all the yeah. way through his career. So jump back when I was at Maryland, right? I'm I'm undersized. I'm hundred and fifty pounds maybe at Maryland. Soaking wet. Soaking wet. And and, and you know, and, and just starting to touch five ten, maybe getting to five ten. So I'm a human hanger, right? <laughs> okay. You come out and see me one time, probably not gonna happen. Okay. There's a scout by name with Baltimore Orioles by the name of Dick Bowie. Dick Bowie showed up at Maryland every single day. So he showed up at our practices, showed up at our games. Now, obviously, he was scouting other schools that were coming in. You know, mm-hmm. it was just a great place to go watch a game, and you're going to watch, the, you know, the in Maryland, the best team in Maryland as mm-hmm. far as college goes, but all the other schools coming in. <clears throat> but he watched you day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day so out. And you're so good when, and you're bad. So when it came to the draft, and I'm 155 pounds now, you know, I get drafted. Because he watched. He's got you know, a report. Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, one time. Because I'm sure there were, there were days when I was there. Like, you know, mm, you know, not really. Yeah. Not all there. You know, not physical enough. Not X, Y, Z. And so that's these things here. You you show up one time. I can I can tell you right now, we have a first baseman in our organization that in this pro, in this in this report right here is ranked third or fourth first baseman in the state. There's no way. Mm-hmm. He is number one in the state. You know, but it's what are they basing it on? Are they basing it on like this kid has more power than this guy, or this is a complete package? Because if they're looking for a complete package, then Parker Murgo is the best first baseman in the state of South Carolina in the 2023 age group. Well, I asked the guy from Florida uh, for one of the uh, these services, and you know, we we were talking, and uh, he was very frank with me. I was like, So, how do you come up with the rankings? Um, like, hey, like you just said, like who's doing rankings? Like, where's your metrics of who's one and who's 10 yeah and he basically told me straight up he goes it's who i like yeah <laughs> he said it's who i like yeah who he likes right like like if you don't like a kid that's part of the best player there he's not going to rank him high so i respected him for that yeah. right i respected yeah. his honesty and i was like okay yeah. <laughs> hey like now it all makes sense it's yeah. not a matter of you're gonna you got a formula and you put it all in the system like this kid is you know Throws a 55 and this kid, not not 55 miles per hour, but you know, on the major league scale, yeah. he's a 55 and stuff like that. But he just said, hey, it's my personal opinion and this is who I like and this is what I think and this is what I write. It's like going to a PG event, right? So everybody gets all jacked up. Like, you know, I made the PG all, turn- all tournament team. 63% of the players down there make an all-tournament You team. hit 300, you make it. 63%. And, and, and the guy's keeping – he's keeping game change or whatever, and, oh, he got three hits today. He might not be a good player at all. He just got three hits that day. Yeah. Boom. You know, so, social media, boom. You know, moving around, retweet, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And now the kid feels, you know, feels good. And now he's going to come back. Or he's going to get an email that says, hey, you know, you're an all-tournament team player. You need to come to this event. Yeah. You know. I know I seen something on Twitter the other day. A kid put a video of himself, and one of these services retweeted it and said, "Uncommit 
2026 and i was like 20 i couldn't even put my i couldn't even put my mind around it i was like right. 2026 what grade is that in right what are the what are the what are the age groups on that bottom one it goes all the way to 2025 that's a freshman oh that's a freshman jesus that's a freshman that's ridiculous like okay. of course you're uncommitted you should be uncommitted that's that that's a freshman how how, how can and then you know and 2020 is 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 the last year of the graduating, yeah, graduating seniors, right so you got one two three four five Six. So realistically, you got five years. You're going to project on this kid at 2025. Yeah, that he's going to be okay to walk into your program by the time he's graduated in 2025 or go in 2026. If you could do that, you're and you're going to shut this whole kid's recruiting process down because now he's saying he's committed and, he's, and he went and bought shirts and <laughs> you know he's got a closet full of you know whatever. You just close this whole recruiting, like you just said. You close no. it all down for a school that might be his perfect fit. So this, this, I mean, this, you know, the, so that stuff's. This, I, I much rather see a, a, um, a rating, and not a ranking. Yeah. Like rate him like this is a grade A shortstop. This is a D one shortstop. This is a draftable shortstop. Mm-hmm. Okay, not he's number one. He's number two. He's number five, because that just that just stimulates subscription yeah i gotta get to number one how do i get there? i gotta go back i gotta, gotta go, go back, back i gotta yeah. move up and you know i can't be sitting down here so you know it's interesting in this thing and i'll bring this up is my son dylan has been to one event mm-hmm. right and won't do it again you know the guy that was hitting the ground balls if you watch his video the guy that was hitting ground balls on turf could barely get the ball hit hard enough to the guy to dylan to any of them it was it was sick i mean we could roll the ball harder right mm-hmm. And so they're going to they're gonna judge and they're going to rank and they're going to do whatever. And then they threw, I think, eight pitches. Got him a video, got him some metrics, played in a simulated game, got a couple at-bats, whatever. And then they determine where where these people rank, okay? So, and I say this, and it's just only because I was curious because I'm going through it. I didn't even think Dylan was even in here, right? Yeah. So he's ranked 34th 2023 prospect in South Carolina. Okay, like, how do you know that? How do you know that? Because you hit him five weak ground balls, and he, you know, he threw the ball across the diamond, eighty plus. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good to know. He's got arm strength. Yeah, he's got good feet. Every one of those kids was catching every single ground ball hit at him because one, it was on turf, and two, it was just coming at you at fifteen miles an hour. That's right. And then so you hit a ball up the middle, and every kid was getting to the ball up the middle, so you really even couldn't gauge their their range. At the end of the day. There's guys not – I mean, if you go into the last draft, guys aren't drafting guys because he's ranked X, Y, Z in any publication. You know, they're ranking guys because of tools and how to project at the next yeah. level. You know, you yeah. could have a guy ranked number one in the state that doesn't even get on the board or draft board because they don't think he's that dude yet. Right. You know, so just got to – I mean, the parents got to just take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? They well, were, they got to say, listen, if you're going to go down there just to, to get on the field and do something – and get experience, you know, get around other players that you can look at and make your own assessment. Yeah. Do I stack up to this guy? Do I not stack up to this guy? Yeah. Then, you know, then it's value. And then if they want to come out and do their rankings and everything, you want to buy into it, great. But if you're going there for your purpose of being ranked. You're going there for the wrong you're reason. Going there for the ro- you're going there for the I think, wrong reason. I think if parents wanted to put their kids in that atmosphere at an early age, right? Yeah. It should, okay, it's a good thing because it's like when you're, in the workforce, right? And you interview a lot. Yeah. Not interview a lot, but I'm saying the more you do it, the more comfortable you get at interviewing process of having a face-to-face. So if you want to put your kids at 13, 14 in these showcase atmospheres as far as in that type of setting where when it gets when they get older, where it matters, they're a little bit more comfortable, yeah. that they've done it so many times, 
now they walk out there and not with the nerves. I think that's a good. So one of the kids that we love, you know well, I mean, love him. He's going to be he's going to be a good, good player, Sam Schwab, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Sam is, you know, he works hard with Matier. He works on his body. He's doing everything. So he doesn't, I mean, you know, in his mind, this is whatever. And he comes up to me the other day and he goes, hey, I'm, I'm going down to Florida. I'm like, oh, excellent. He's 14, right? Sam's 14. What are you going down to Florida for? He goes, showcase. I'm like, Sam, no showcase. It's not a showcase, okay? You're 14 years old, okay? Just go down there, enjoy it, play, be yourself, do better than everybody else, and leave it at that. Just go do that. But don't go down there thinking you're going to a showcase. Mm-hmm. You know, because reality has to play into all this with mm-hmm. these kids, not fantasy. Like, I'm going to go down there, and a 14-year-old, somebody's going to see me, and I'm going to get a, an offer. Nobody's getting an offer. They call, they call 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old tournaments showcases, too. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 the catchphrase, you know. It's you, you know, you put the showcase at the yeah, end. Yeah, it's, it's it's like elite it's fake nationals. News. It's fake news. Yeah. yeah, nationals. We want to go down that road <laughs> hey, again. Elite. <laughs> talking about Sam, right? Look, yeah. I get a picture of him. He's having fun in Florida with the. He's, he's in the beach. See, that's <laughs> that. freaking awesome, that. right yeah. there. That's yeah. hey, man. I wish I was in the beach right now. I'm free. Listen, listen, be a kid and enjoy this fun. process. Go play baseball down there. Go have a good time. Go again around different talent. Yeah, and be that guy. Yep. Right. Don't you know? Go down there and think that you know. If I don't produce, I'm, you know, I'm gonna fall in my rankings. I'm gonna not get a scholarship. You're 14 years old, dude. He's he's having the time of his life. And that right is a beach. great yeah. kid and a great family. Absolutely. And just absolutely. We're lucky to have certain people in yeah. organizations, right? So, talking to um, to Scott Bankhead the other day, Scott, and Scott's been doing this when I started to, before I even opened CBC, and I told Banky this yesterday too, and I've told him several times. I jumped around and looked at different places to see, mm-hmm. okay, you know, how is this done? What it's going like? I did some research on my own. Like yeah. I got in cars and drove to places. I went and talked to Alan Askenazi with Greensboro Batting Center. I talked to Jason Hill and on deck. I talked to, and I went up to Bankhead and I sat down at Banking. I'm like, hey man, and we were teammates in Seattle for three years. I'm like, hey Banky, this is you know, this is what I'm going to do and whatever. And he goes, you really want to do this? <laughs> you really want to be in this business? I'm like, yeah, we're baseball guys. You know, I'm not even like. Yeah. comprehending what he's saying. It, yeah. Now you put it all together and you're like, holy cow, what are we, 16 years down the road now? And it's like... Because you know, it's just more than a coach, right? Like you're like you're A so prostitute. Much. You're a prostitute. You're a prostitute. You're, <laughs> you're a coach. You're yeah. a counselor. You. Uh, My point being with Sam, before we go down there, is like there are certain people, you know, that I have... I don't have very many good friends that have come through the process. Yeah. Because you can't. You got to keep your distance and you have to, because at some yeah. point they're going to leave or you're going to get rid of them. Yep. Very few are going to stay through the stay through the journey. But then there's people that you absolutely connect with, you know, and I have some 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 best friends that have come out of this in my mm-hmm. old in my adult life. Um so and 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 that's and that family right there is 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 one of them. They're, they're just tremendous, down to earth, solid. Good, good, good people. Got and some good and, families around here. You know, we throw out help. We need volunteers. Like, yeah. you know, SOS, man, we need volunteers. They're always extending themselves to do that. Absolutely. You know, and we can go down a list. You know, the mm-hmm. Prentos, the Mazaris, I mean, you Scots, can, the yeah. Mancos, <clears throat> the Wayne Scots. Yeah. These, these people have been there every single event, every single thing that always we do. Open. Always there, and they, you know, Parentos invited me over to uh, to watch the Alabama. Dude, you will not come out of there. Did you? Did you go? Yeah, I went. 
Was, you did listen, you get an Uber on the way home? I mean, Dan tried, but yeah, <laughs> I, I stopped around third quarter. Yeah. You know what I mean? We live right around the corner from each other uh, now, so yeah. you know it wasn't bad. I, I, I bet you they were in the heyday, man, of Alabama uh, running real, up on people. You got to hear Heather, Heather had to be Heather, oh, Heather yeah. screaming at the refs. That wasn't a foul. He just took his head off. Heather, like he, <laughs> he tried to kill the guy. What are you kidding me? He's not wearing an Alabama uniform. That's not a foul. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but uh, so. yeah, that's great families, right? Yep, good families, good you know. But again, it's not the, it's not an abundance of them. Yeah, you know you got it, and and I don't necessarily mean to be that way with everybody. I mean it's just it's the nature of our business. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to come and go. They're going to they're going to go behind your back. They're going to do things. You know, you know very few people now have the uh, have the ability to step up and say this is what I'm doing because this is why I want to do it. Yeah, they much rather sneak out and go. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and then next thing you know, it's you know, it's it's kind of, and we set things based on people's loyalty. Like, well, this player will be here all the time. You know, this 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 play. You know, they, we know they're coming back, they gotta, so the roster gets set. Mm-hmm. But then you got guys that you know they kind of you know sneak around and BS and. But this 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 baseball industry is so small that everyone thinks everybody they, knows. Yeah, they think, everybody knows. They think they're sneaking around, right? They're like, "Hey, yeah. I'm not going to tell Jeff. I'm going over here to try." It. Like yeah. the next thing you know, like it, they you think know. we don't. They, they think we don't talk to guys from other organizations. Yeah, it's like college coaches, right? Like you can't tell. I can't. Like I'm talking to a college coach about Dylan. I can't go make up that I'm talking to this other school or doing whatever because he can pick up the phone and go, "You talking to Schaefer's kid?" <laughs> yeah, and he's exactly. like, "No, never even heard of him. Who's Schaefer?" <laughs> you know, like that. You got to you, you better be straight up honest. You yeah. got to be like you know real with them. And there's 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 not that. But I'll tell you, in, in, the 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 greatest lining, silver, gold, bronze, platinum, are the kids. Yeah. That, that that's it's just amazing you know how, how much you, you can enjoy them and even though they may not be you know they're getting pressured to go play with their friends or whatever you know when you're around them kids are kids and it's uh it's phenomenal so you were a kid once andrew still am at heart at heart <laughs> yeah i think we I, I think i'll put that in my speech as, as i'm your best man at the wedding <laughs> like, he was once a kid in his heart <laughs> or still is in his heart yeah. we all got the little kid in us sometimes that's right uh, according to amanda it's in me all the time <laughs> like you know I, I walk out dressed in sweatshirts and shorts i look like dylan she's like you're 16 years old like every day baby. there you go every day uh, what you was know? that toys R Us commercial I don't want to grow up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does that go? We got to, you know. Yeah, I don't yeah. always want to be a kid. I don't ever want to grow up. So much something like that. Like that that yeah. needs to be the theme song for uh, the the Shaper <laughs> Report intro. That's the truth. <laughs> While we're sitting here at the bar, like yo. <laughs> so we're gonna have to do like a late night podcast where yeah, we can actually oh, where we actually that's, indulge. That's uh, yeah. uh, see that adults only. No, yeah. I, th- I think the first the first late night podcast we do at the bar with alcohol involved will include moms. Moms? Yeah, Corinne Boyna, Martine Masri, my wife. And watch these guys go off on the showcase travel baseball <laughs> world. <laughs> watch them have at it, man. You should have a game. Anytime you, know, you want to say something negative about a coach, take a shot. Take a shot. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my It'd be God. like a whole drunk parking lot. Like yeah. Ubers would be like parked out. be like the airport. Uber. Uber, Uber. Oh, man. Yep. So... Well, what do we got? Anything? We no, the, it's actually crickets in the comments say. So Good. we obviously did something right. We Good. Didn't get any, uh, any flack. Either that or nobody's listening. No, uh, we got people listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Listen. No. I know. Uh, we got uh, – Zach is getting recruited as a summer grader. He's getting a bunch of recruits. Yeah, that's, uh, sure. Uh, getting know, letters. Uh, getting yeah. letters. Yeah, so, hey, he's a stud, though. So I don't I, I don't find that as surprising. No, absolutely. You know, I, they, listen – 
letters galore. You know, he he probably should sign tomorrow yeah, sign with tomorrow. Alabama. And then you know, and I'm, then gonna, I'm gonna be his once, agent. Once he signs, once he signs, he'll get he'll get calls from every other organization out here, and then he'll, <laughs> he'll get ranked higher because he's been committed. True, what if he goes to Auburn? Oh, oh my God! Like no. she'll lock the door; she won't let him in. Their dog That's name it. is Bama. Believe that. Yeah. No, yeah. there's no oh, chance. Yeah. Poor Dan from Boston. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's got to just roll with it. He's just got to roll with it. No, he has no choice but to roll. There's yeah. no gotta. I just you have no choice, dude. Yeah, you are run over by. I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push Zach to go to Auburn. Like, do or, it. Like a Mississippi. Oh my gosh. Like you know, because they love Cam Newton there, so it's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, good God. That would be unreal. That'd so be unreal. what uh, What? Uh, pitches, catches coming up? Yeah, October. Th- uh, October. October. January, God. January 30th. Guys we were, still stuck in no, 2020. Um, no. <laughs> Sue and I are up there. We're writing dates down all yeah. year. We like we took we have we have three boards up there that have dates on it. Yeah. You know, one's for CBC and our organization and one's for <laughs> not whole one's for USA baseball. So. You know, we, we're all the way into October's, and so <laughs> like dates, and I'm 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 confused. Um, He's about to put in a Halloween costume. I, but you know, talking about confusion, so I wander around the house a lot, like looking for my glasses, <laughs> doing whatever. And so, DJ Masri, one of one of my good friends, says, uh, you know, not all who wander are lost, right? <laughs> so okay. his wife finds a T-shirt. Online it says not all who wander are lost, and wow. it's upstairs. I'm getting it framed. It's going to my office. Oh my! Okay. But I told I told I told Martina, I was like, I want to get a frame to put in my bedroom, but I don't think that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my wife's gonna let me let no, Amanda let that one no, happen. That, that definitely not. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So January 30th, mm-hmm. pitcher catcher camp here. We just got the camera in for the indoor streaming. Okay. So our fields out here are streamed. So people will be able to sign up and, and watch their kids' games on both fields right now. The third field will be built in June. Yep. Um, but we got the camera in today. So when we do our events in there, our showcases, our pitch and catch stuff, we can stream out to every college coach that wants it. You know, I mean, we can we can give them a code. Oh, that's good. And so we'll do everything from North Carolina, South Carolina, Pennsylvania. We'll take we'll probably do hundreds of college coaches, and then we'll have some guys here as well. You know, physically watching. Okay, but so you know, it's 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 a way to go now. Listen, yeah. we have something that nobody else has, or very very few have, in um, a studio, office space right here. We're right mm-hmm. on top of everything. Um, we have a classroom. Um, we have three fields. We have an indoor training facility. We're buying Fungo Man. We're buying Rapsodo. We're buying. Win, which your boy, I just had to talk to him. That is a hardcore salesman, dude. Listen, he's good. Andrew's oh, good. Like, Andrew's like, you know, like, Andrew. I know like, I am. An- no. <laughs> yeah. no, he's- I'm like, Andrew, it's 530 in the morning. <laughs> I will get to you, dude. Okay? He's like, like, hey, I just had an hour alone. conversation with Sheaf. Go yeah. talk to him. I'm like, yeah. what? Like, yeah. What do you want oh, to Oh, my God, him? he's an animal. Hey, my man. Hey, my dude. I'm like, I don't even know you. I've never met you. Like, I'm his man and his dude now. Um, but, you know, so we'll, all this all this tech stuff is going to come in here. Uh this is, you know, all the video stuff. We just hired the, the video guy, so we'll be Good. able to take, you know, teams come out here. We're going to set it up where he can sit out here and he can just shoot pictures of your kid. Yeah. You want him, you got him. Yep. You know, um, it's a not whole program. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's just all going, you know, into doing something better for the, you know, the baseball community and the kids. And the other part is like, you know, I get to do it. We get to deal with who we want to deal with. Yeah. You know, we just we just put out a, an email the other day of you know like fifteen groups around here that we we really want to deal with first before we mass it out. Yeah, first shot. 
you know, I mean, how many how many organizations have that opportunity to say, oh yeah, you got you got first run at playing on, you know, a collegiate field and or anywhere in your organization you can be here for that period. There's so of much time. talent in the yep. in the Carolinas that we yep. could we could so. pick. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, Edward, come in. We got we got a, we got a new uh, we got a guest host here, not just Babe Ruth. And he's in Eddie, his uniform. Eddie, look at Hall. That. Eddie, grab this chair over here and we'll share a Come on, Eddie. Look at this. Sit down, man. He's dressed up. You never know who's going to walk no, into, the, into the not whole bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, is we're, li- it, we're live on Facebook. Is it raining? It's is it raining on. out there? It's coming down. Yeah. It's coming down? Oh, so, okay, you guys are just, we're going to let it rain till tomorrow then. Is it going to pass? You think it's going to pass? Oh, if you pull the tarp, you guys yeah, are going to be great. Go. Those yeah. are neat hats. I like those. Look at that. You That's know what sharp. that means, right? He wants one. Yeah, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's assistant coach at, at, at Queens here. And, uh, you know, I'm, let, let's turn the mic over yeah, to yeah. one, of, one of these real quick. So take it, Ed. Hey, guys. How are we doing, Shave? Thanks Good. for having me. Man, look oh, look at that, man. He jumped right in. Like, hey. <laughs> Eddie's got really nice teeth. His dad's a dentist. That's oh, right. So, yeah. That's so. right. Free dental care. Amen. Amen. So Queens has been out practicing, and, which has been cool because – Andrew and I stand in front of the mirror all day. I stand in front of the mirror. Stand in front of the. <laughs> okay, you caught me. <laughs> we stand in front of the glass all day long and look for our reflections. No. <laughs> we have not been drinking. And we went. No, just Water. body armor. We just been go. drinking body armor, and uh, and watching Queens practice, man. It's it's been it's it's awesome. It's hard you to know. work when you guys are practicing. By the way. Yeah, sorry about that. No, because not only we want to we want to go like down. You know, we we go drag like the warning track so we can be on the field away. <laughs> from everything not involved but like hey Andrew you want to drag we want to track today yeah let's go <laughs> <laughs> we're, lo- we're looking good man yeah. um coach Steely's doing a great job oh my gosh yeah, yeah. your staff is doing a good job don't don't short sell yourself yeah so you guys see that and organize it's professional every day and um we got a good group I think uh the guys are starting to kind of figure it out a little bit of what's expected and um but yeah we're excited hopefully you know February 5th can't come soon enough and who's the first game against Right now, Erskine yeah. is opening day. Um, I'm thinking, uh, you know, sometimes the testing and stuff like that may kind of throw some wrenches in our schedule a little yeah. bit. But, uh, you know, that's the plan for right now. Well, just just keep that's in mind keep in mind that you throw a wrench in your schedule, you throw a wrench in Sue's schedule. That's and then right. you're going up there with us staying down here. We're not, <laughs> we're not dealing with that. <laughs> just so you know. But it, it, what's cool is, and, and again, we, we always, you know, where it's come from and who it's come through and all that other stuff is great. But the first year was like, boys were out here little boys were out here you know i mean they they just you know they were a club team and then the next year in the nc and the ncaa is a division two they were still undersized you know they didn't have all the all the pieces you know so they looked you know mount olive would come off the bus and it was just like look at these freaking beasts yeah. man like hair coming out their faces i mean these were men <laughs> men right and they're dropping tanks left and right now these guys resemble that you know, they really do. They've good. They've done a good job of recruiting. You know, physically prepared and and talent-wise prepared kids. Because the pressure is on the guys that have been here before. You know, that's and that's fact. I, I talk to these guys when we walk around. Like, you know, there's, there's nothing handed out anymore. Just because you were here from the get-go, you got to earn your spot on the mm-hmm. field. Yeah. And uh, the details of everything that are going on out there. The I'm taking pictures all the time of their practices because they're doing things that we want to incorporate with mm-hmm. CBC. You know, pretty cool, man. You got you got to feel good about it. We do, we do. I think uh, you know the returners and the guys that have been here. You know, they. I think they're kind of hungry for, for more of that structure and what Coach Dealey's brought to it, and, and that's awesome. Um, but the new guys we brought in have really kind of they're going to impact the you know the lineup this year for sure. The energy, the energy is different. 
like it was almost like people didn't want to come to practice yeah. and get better or whatever. It was just like, you know, from now, man, these guys are showing up early. They're getting their work in. Yeah. They work Upbeat, up tempo. Yeah. Oh, my God, they're of... moving. You know, yeah. nobody's walking on the field. You know, when it's time to break down a field, it's like, it's like uh, you know, it's like ants. They just – and then it's cleared off, and they're like into the next thing where it's, you know, used to be like, I'm pulling the gator. And somebody raked the field. And it's, it's boom, 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 boom. And you can see, you know, that it, there's a purpose to everything they're doing. With it, not necessarily was always a purpose other than, you know, let's go out and play the game and see what happens. Now these guys are getting better, man. Yep. It's going to be interesting to watch it translate onto the field. The atmosphere is changing around here. You know what I mean? Yep. It's coming up. Baseball program. Listen, yeah. Division two, Division two baseball, this, the silver lining – in the COVID for D2 is you guys got a ton of D1 talent out here. And there's a par- there, there is a parallel right now. I mean, I'll tell you what, you can take this team, I guarantee. You know, we may, may they may be a little bit short of arms depth-wise going forward. You know, we kind of, you guys kind of expected that. But you can take them against any one of these D1 teams, and they're going to compete or beat them. I'm telling you, it's gonna it's it's gonna happen, and that's not that's just not here, Definitely. you know. That's at Belmont Abbey. That's in the whole the whole conference. Belmont Abbey, North Greenville, you know, you know, go through all the Division Twos. This is real legit baseball. So those people that are listening, that are around here, like, you need to get out here and watch. That's right. You need to get out here and watch what's going on. The other thing, good thing, Eddie, you know, you went through the process. Eddie played at UNC Charlotte, um, but you go through the process. If you don't go see what the animal looks like at the next level, you don't know what you're chasing. That's right. You know, so you need to get out here as a player and go, do I look like that dude? Am I, you know, do I move like that guy? Do I have that type of pop? If you don't, you know, that's the reality. Yeah, but that, and that's one thing that when I'm talking to young kids, like, you know, I do some travel ball coaching and do some lessons, and kids ask me things about where they think they can play and can I play at Vanderbilt, can I play at Chapel Hill? I'm like, well, maybe. I, Spades, I, maybe. You know, you know I, dominoes. You know, I think everybody wants to be a part of something like that, but, you know, go watch – Come watch us play over here. Yeah. Go watch Winget play. Go watch Catawba Valley or USC Lancaster. And then you can really see, like, man, I, I don't even know if I could play at the junior college level around right. here. Yeah. yeah, listen, there's not many roster spots in college baseball across the country. 33,000 maybe. That sounds like a big number, but it's not when you take into consideration, you know, half a million high school players that think and, – and, and just look at all the guys that are playing travel baseball and showcase baseball that think that, that you know, because they're doing that, that's a, that's a ticket to the next level. It's not. Yep. Too much. So you're enjoying it? Loving it. Loving it. Yeah. I'm just grateful that Coach Diddley's allowed me to come back and be a part of this. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting interesting journey in there, you know. It's kind of different worlds, you know. I mean, Eddie and, and Jack didn't necessarily mesh. Not that they didn't like each other. They just didn't mesh on the field. Eddie's laughing. He goes, I don't like Jack. <laughs> no, no. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. But it did, you know, and then so Eddie peeled off and then, you know, then came back and it's 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 just fun to watch. It's good to have him here, especially because, you know, we've watched Eddie play since, you know, and then see these guys coaching. It's 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 wild. Then Nick Daddio rolls out here with you. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and the guys that have come through the organization, and here they are, you know, in, in, in the city, in our limits, you know, like making a difference. Because Eddie will tell you now, I mean, we, we do this because we love it, right? I mean, you yeah. absolutely love this game. Um, you could have, you know, you're a bright guy. with, You know, you could have gone in any direction. You could have gone down Wall Street. You could have gone anywhere else. But you know, know what? about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could have gone down Wall Street and say work on Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, you could have walked down Wall Street. <laughs> there you go. You know, but we stay in this game because we love it, you know, and, you know, and, and you're changing lives, whether you know it or not, you know, creating the structure that you guys have out there and, um, you know, just creating this, this 
you're stewards of the game because you're developing love for the game all the way down the road because these guys are going to either be coaches or dads or whatever and, and continue on. That's how our game stays healthy. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. What do we got? We can kick Eddie out now. I'm going to hop Get, out. All right, Thank man. you, guys. Listen, yep. Thanks, Eddie. Pop in anytime. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they're going to pull the tarp, I guess, and, 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 and they're going to practice. It's nice. I mean, it's throw the tarp down. Like I put the uh, – we got a security system here that – shows all oh, the fields yeah. and you can check it on your app on oh nice so eight o'clock this morning i get up i'm like oh it's gonna rain let me let me see what's out and the tarps down yep they brought all the beasts down at like 7 30 and yep put the tarp down and there you go yeah get it done any questions get her there? done no we're just we're, no kidding I, reckon, I, I reckon yeah, i reckon i reckon I, <laughs> funny story <laughs> the garbage <laughs> man was coming so i had some my garbage was full and i had something i had to throw in there like you know whatever so the guy pulls up i go hey can i throw this in there he goes i reckon and i was like hey I, I, can i throw it in there he's like i reckon i was like all right i don't know what you're saying <laughs> yes or no come on help me out here i have no clue what you're saying they don't talk like that in brooklyn yeah i, was like, <laughs> I went in the house i was like it just had the most yeah. <laughs> moment. The guy was talking to me. He's, he's online, like looking up what's wrecking. Yeah. I reckon. What is that? I had no clue. <laughs> I like, up car yes? wrecks. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Too funny. Well, all right, man. Well, we appreciate everybody again. Um, the podcast will go out Tuesday, so we'll mm -hmm. take the audio for this. We'll put it out Tuesday. Mm -hmm. uh, we ask you guys every week. You know, we're building it up. You know, to share, to it. share, like it. share it. Thumbs up. Um, you know, a couple people I want to say thank you to. Always EA Sports Fields. You know, what Eddie Buskey and his crew does out here all the time. Alan Tyson, Frank Wright, uh, Jason Hoosen, um, out at Architect Sports, you know, phenomenal. Uh, take care of our players, take care of a lot of players, a lot of people in the city. Uh, you know, we can go down the list, but I do want to someday just sit back and just kind of, you know, go down the list because every one of them has a story involved in this. Uh, you know, and, and hopefully everybody's taking pride, including Jeremy and BJ that's out here working on the fields and GC and in the mud every single in day. The, in the bar. And building the bar the for bar. us. Yeah. That's so, right. so we should, that's next week, right? Next week, yeah. That's a no doubter. That's yep. going to be finished today. Yep. And uh, we're going to get some neon lights in here. Wouldn't, I'm you know, like neon hit. bar lights, you know, you. like babe will be pointing to like, I like Coors Light or something. And we'll get like a, a refrigerator in the ceiling. So you clap your hand. Yeah, boom, the, drops down. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. We got it all nice. figured out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's beautiful. I might just get a tube. Just go, go that Put route. backpack on. No, you know what? Yeah, we got to figure out how we got to We got to bring in a bunch of moms and get them like just wind up and just listen to them. Oh my God! Oh, because you hear the you hear the cackling and the heckling on the side of on you know. I think they just be outside laughing the chamber. Oh. oh my God! Oh no, they'll it, throw people. Be... They, they, you, like we're very good at not throwing everybody. You know, we're yeah, not bringing oh, up names, but yeah. they'll be they'll be bringing up names, throwing oh listen. haymakers on people out there. You, then you're gonna get banned. You're gonna get like they're gonna they're gonna ban you. Oh off yeah, like they're gonna a, take me off Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you I got can't. some stuff that I want to put out there. It's gonna take me <laughs> off Twitter. I'll tell you that. So here's my you, thing. You can't gonna, get banned because I was gonna tell them today. Listen, I don't. People know I'm a Republican. I don't care. Listen, I, every, my my best friends are Morris Madden's a Democrat. I got we got it. We got a, a, a an African American Democrat that we work with every single day and love him to death. It means nothing to us, right? right. I mean, it's just it, you just. One of my close friends, DJ Mosry, Democrat, love him to death, right? We, we joke around, we spar a little bit, boom, said and done. Wednesday, when the inauguration's going on, you know what I'm doing on Wednesday? You're storming the Capitol building. <laughs> Andrew and I, what I tell you? He wants to I, go golf. What I tell you last night, why? Because you didn't want to watch it? No, because he's not my president. Oh. 
He's not your president. No. Oh, well, he's going to be. <laughs> he isn't going to be. So, but that's that's my opinion. Like now everybody's going to blow up. Now uh, we're going to get now we're going to get loaded gonna, up like you, you, <laughs> you know like no, man. He's just not my president. Wrong choice. It was yeah. not Jeff Schaefer with the horns on his head. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that, that was, was me. No, that was in the, the loincloth. It was not you. But no. I was at home running around like that. I got a I got a staff. You got a, a staff? loincloth. I got you got a big horns. tattoo on your chest. Oh my god. He also has yeah. a wizard outfit as well. So oh, I got all kinds of yeah. Yeah, you have no idea what goes on in my house. Yeah. I don't want to know. I got all kinds of hats. So we play, we shoot pools, the boys, and we, when we shoot pool together, we have to wear a stupid hat. Oh, really? Yeah, we can't, you know, so I got this old straw beat up hat, and Zach's got a hat, and you know. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, it's kind of fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. cool. You yeah. got to look like a knucklehead and do it. Yeah. So this whole thing. So through all the political theater that's going on, Andrew and I, I texted him last night, I said, on Wednesday, we're going to go play golf because I'm not watching Joe Gersh because he's not my president. <laughs> so we're banned. We're banned. We're oh, shut geez. down. Jeez. We will be on a different... Different, uh, <laughs> whatever. It'll be the service. baseball Schaefer report yeah, next week. So you'll have to come sit here at the bar to hear it. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate everybody, man. And, and thank you and share and like, and like, and do all that other good stuff. And absolutely. we'll be back next Friday to, uh, to have some more laughs. Peace out. Yeah.